you've had an interesting weekend. Yeah, interesting is an understatement, I feel. Yeah, literally sitting right now trying to figure out exactly how to handle everything. So, have a pretty good idea how to handle everything, just not excited about how I have to handle everything. Um, but that means that this will probably be my last morning podcast for a while. Mm-hmm. So, um, sadly, but you know, it is what it is for those of you who, uh, are tuning in. We apologize for being late. We had a miscommunication and, uh, sorry about that, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, trailer caught fire and loaded trailer caught fire and just everything that could be wrong in that situation was wrong in that situation. Uh, Nobody was hurt. That's the only good news to it. But aside from the, you know, money that we are going to owe for the, you know, trailer, and the the load that was lost, the deductible on that, there's also going to end up being a city and a state bill. Um, for the cleanup, there will be another bill for the disposal. There will be another bill for, you know. And so that's just all going to be a nightmare and a half. I'm not excited about that at all. <sighs> but I'm actually very proud of me. Because what have I not done the entire time? Yeah. I haven't blown up at all. So I have, I think, done pretty darn well in how I've handled myself and composed myself. So I'm just, uh, yeah, just just trying to tolerate it. So one of the little fun news bits, uh, and I'm going to follow this one pretty closely. So remember I showed you... Uh, we talked about that group that the uh, American Patriots group or whatever it was that they marched like feds, dressed like feds, looked mm-hmm. like feds, walked like feds, right? Yeah. And they're just being fake, you know, Nazis, white supremacists and everything else, right? So there was a pro-American rally that was was going, right? And this that group showed up to the rally. And everybody knew who they were. They were there dressed as, you know, their white powers, screaming all that crap and everything else. So this bunch of white good old boys took them to town. But not only did they take them to town, they did something that once it was done at the Capitol building, um, somebody, the Fed that one of the feds that was there disappeared. Right. There was a guy named Ray Epps. It was as how he was as his name. Um, that was doxxed at the federal building uh, on uh, or at the you know Capitol building on January 6th, right? Mm-hmm. And as soon as he got doxxed, the guy disappeared, ghosted, right? Well, these guys, when these group of American patriots knew who they were, ripped off all their sunglasses, masks, and uh, masks and hats, and these guys. Freaks started covering up their faces all and booked out of there. But they've got enough pictures of enough of them that that doxing is coming. And 
it was so obvious that they were all feds, every single one of them, and they ran into the wrong group. They the the security that was there for the uh, for the event because anytime you have an event that's like mm-hmm. that, you have to have security there. Just let them go. Just let it let it all happen because they just they thought it was hilarious. And when these guys got caught and you know docs you could see the look on their face they they suddenly they lose their masks they lose their hats and they lose everything wow and yeah busted i mean they're so busted it's just not it's it's i can't wait for it and and the police rushed in to try to save and protect the feds like you know like, hey, hey guys 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 you know let's leave them alone well, people already got pictures and videos so it's coming so once this is, uh, you know, exposed, you you know, it's all just going to change. Like all of a sudden you'll never see these guys again ever. They'll try something else. So, yeah, good times. All kinds of good times. Anyways, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> and welcome to the stupid podcast on everything where we talk about everything because everything is stupid. So how many national days or international days we got today? Three. All right. We'll go for it. Our first one is National Chocolate Pudding Day. Okay. So each year on June 26th, National Chocolate Pudding Day gets us all excited for a serving of this creamy dessert. Children and adults alike love chocolate pudding and have done so for generations. Usually eaten as a snack or dessert, chocolate pudding is also used as a filling for chocolate cream pie. So chocolate pudding is usually made with milk and sugar, flavored with chocolate and vanilla, then thickened with flour or cornstarch. However, some recipes do use eggs when making the pudding. Historically, chocolate pudding is a variation of chocolate custard, using starch as a thickener instead of eggs. The 1903 edition of Mary Harris Fraser's uh, Kentucky Receipt Book and the 1918 edition of Fanny Farmer's Boston Cooking School Cookbook both printed recipes for the earlier version using both eggs and flour. In 1934, General Foods, which is Jell-O, introduced a chocolate pudding mix as Walter Baker's dessert. However, in 1936, they renamed it to Pickles Pudding. Chocolate pudding can be purchased ready-made and sold in grocery stores, convenience stores, and gas stations. The popular brands include Jell-O by the Kraft Foods Corporation and Snack Pack by Hunt's. So to observe National Chocolate Pudding Day, enjoy some delicious chocolate pudding as a dessert or as a snack. There are many recipes online. You can layer it with broken cookies or candy bars and whipped cream to create a trifle dessert. You can also use chocolate pudding to make parfaits. Um, If you're tackling homemade pudding, there are obviously a lot of tips that you can look up to make sure that it remains thick. They also apply... uh, You can also apply them to creamy desserts like mousse and custard. And you'll be ready to celebrate it every day. What is your favorite way to enjoy chocolate pudding? Let us know. I'm a parfait guy. I don't think I've ever had parfait. Oh. Yeah, I no. Like, you know, they have those little mixes and things at the stores, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, this is a parfait. But I've, I've never, like, if, I guess I've always considered that, like, a fancy dessert, and I've never really had fancy desserts. Like, there's a few things on my list of, like, fancy desserts that i that i deem them fancy but like everybody's has like the when you go to literally any restaurant and like they do the the chocolate ball mold and they pour the hot chocolate over Mm -hmm. so it melts down you eat that never had one of those never been around for one of those um i've never i have personally never even had like a fancy decadent lava cake 
like an actual one where you cut into it it just is this beautiful i've never had that never had any parfaits um i've i've i think the only one that i consider like fancy that i've actually had is like creme brulee and i've only had that what twice because of 1855 yeah. <laughs> and that was still not a good representation of how no. flavorful they can no. be the, so the last I, one wasn't even crispy yeah, yeah so it's just like i i've never i've i haven't had fancy desserts uh, the fanciest in my head that i can think of is when they like do up the mochi at the sushi place mm. that's about it <laughs> so i you know i would love to be able to try any kind of parfait i i like pudding i think it's one of those things that is kind of underrated in my opinion because i i don't know i i like yogurt Mm -hmm. but i like the specifically what i've realized is that i like the 60 calorie um activia yogurts because they're thicker because there's less sugar in them i don't like my yogurt to be like a, a little mix like i can't i don't want to be able to stick a straw in it and have an easy time drinking my yogurt like that's not it's supposed to be thick and so i really like pudding for the same thing it's like it's it just it tastes good and the texture is just so perfect to me i feel it's, just, it's kind of the same thing as like applesauce if you're making your like applesauce or and it's not thick enough it's not good i like applesauce because it's thick so mm. it's it's a weird Weird thing, but I I love pudding. I love banana pudding the most. Um, I don't I don't know where I would put chocolate pudding on my list of like the flavors because my the only flavors I've ever had have been banana, vanilla, and chocolate. And I don't know if I wow, like chocolate. We're horrible. What? Because I, mean, I mean, like you should try like all the different flavors of pudding. So I mean, I've we've got that milk. He's got to got to get used. I mean, well, yeah, I'm making ice cream. Yes, but what I was going to say is one of the things that people a lot of people should do and honest, oh my gosh. You want to talk about something that would probably go viral? Use pudding mix in the ice maker, in the ice cream maker. It will quite literally just turn everything up. Um I did it twice i think before yeah before my ice maker broke i I bought you know i was bro- i was not rich i bought an ice maker ice cream maker an ice cream maker i'm sorry <laughs> ice cream maker um and i had i don't even remember where i bought it it wasn't even walmart i think it was like a big lots so it was like you know the step below walmart and, and things like that but uh no gosh darn it i know which place it was and i'll think of it probably in the middle of something and just shout it out hopefully it won't be while i'm pulled over by a cop um but uh there's a man yeah they, uh, anyway so so instead of just putting uh milk or cream because i didn't i i tried to was trying to stay away from cream at the time i was still in really good shape and it i was like you know i don't want to use heavy whipping cream and so instead of using uh cream i used milk and I decided, well, to thicken it up, I was going to do pudding, right? Mm-hmm. And I like butterscotch pudding, and I like chocolate pudding, and I like them together. And so I took and I, I uh, used uh, butterscotch uh, pudding, and I poured it into the ice cream maker before it could set, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It was so dangerous. And now I'm thinking about like, yeah, nobody makes frozen pudding. So 
<laughs> um, yeah, I might have to uh, make that happen because, yeah, it's a thing. So why did your ice cream maker break? Oh, it was it was cheapy though. I mean, it was it was cheap. There was there wasn't anything but plastic in that ice cream maker, and it wasn't the motor that broke. It was the uh, connector that was uh, connected to the stir. That is what broke. It just snapped, cracked, and everything else. But it wasn't even making pudding when it did that. So, yeah. Anyway, okay. So, so what all flavors of pudding are there? Oh my gosh! There's okay. So there's chocolate, vanilla, almost every fruit that you can imagine. A butterscotch, what? banana. There's uh, pistachio, which is way better than you think it should be. I'm willing um, to try that because people do pistachio ice cream, and I've. You know, every time that I see it, I'm like, uh, my brain says no, but I also know that it's because my initial thought whenever I think of pistachios Mm -hmm. is salty, but I also know that that's not always the case because I, like for a lot of people, their initial thought about almonds is salty, but I love almond milk. So I'm willing to try pistachio flavored desserts because I love almond milk, (laughs) I love vanilla almond milk, and I know that they it tastes like almonds to me when they're done right. Yeah. So... Well, there, there's also flan, flan flavored. Um, there's creme brulee. There's banana. Um, I know you can get like Boston cream pudding. So yeah, there's there's and I'm missing uh, like somebody's screaming at their, you know, <laughs> screaming out loud like, is he gonna say it? And you know, I apologize that I'm just can't think of it. There's also what's called royal pudding, which is a, a thicker pudding, almost a mousse. Um, and for those who think that pudding and mousse are the same things, they are not. Um, but we can get definitely into that in a different episode, especially we got two other days to to go through. And, and these are just when we're talking about puddings, I'm just talking about the ones that you can get in mixed form because we're not talking about things like um, our listeners. We do have a nice group of listeners uh, across the pond. I'm not talking about bread puddings. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not talking about any anything along those or Christmas puddings or th- those kinds of puddings. Um, just specifically talking about these ones that are, you know, confectioned and generally made with a, you know, a milk product. So, you know, but yeah, and there's, there's a lot of different ways we used to, when I was a kid, uh, Jello used to put out, uh, which is what gave me the idea in the first place was Jello would put out, uh, um, pudding pops. And so you literally would take pudding and you would fill it up. And um, into these popsicle molds. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. See, I've I've seen people just like freeze pudding into pudding pops because mm-hmm. I've I remember seeing things like that when I was younger. So, uh, but the, again, I've never had them because I did, or maybe I did. Maybe I had a chocolate one at one point. Okay. I feel like I vaguely remember having something like that, but it's not enough to, for me to be like, oh yeah, no, eat those. I just yeah. I feel like there was something like that that existed or probably still does. Yeah. Lemon pudding and coconut pudding were the ones were a couple of the ones I was missing. There's there. coconut pudding? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I'll have to try that. <laughs> so, yeah. And it's and, and the cool thing is, is if you and, you know, again, me being a chef who can't leave anything alone. Mm-hmm. If you lower the amount of milk that you put in it, it makes it thicker. And so. It makes it uh, if if you do about seventy five percent of the milk, you can make a really delicious dip for fruit. Mm-hmm. So, like the coconut one, mm-hmm. one of my favorite things that I used to do was I would take and I would slice up a bunch of fruit. I would use the coconut one 
with some toasted coconut shavings on the top um, and have fruit in it. And it just looked like the most special high labor <laughs> dessert ever. And I'm not a dessert guy. And, uh, you know, it got me there a couple of times. <laughs> so, but yeah, so pudding, pudding's a pretty diverse um, dessert and there's a lot of stuff that could be done with it. So anyway, what's our, uh, what's our second day? National Coconut Day. Hey, look at, I, and anybody question, I did not know, did I? No. Okay. So yeah. So anyway, so roast, roasted toasted happy coconuts. <laughs> So summer starts in earnest on June 26th when National Coconut Day arrives. The coconut offers sweet support for our bodies in several ways. Coconut oil alone falls into the superfood category due to its medium chain triglyceride content and all that they seem to do. Whether supporting a weight loss program, moisturizing skin and hair, or metabolizing into energy, coconut oil plays a significant role in your body. We use the whole coconut in many different forms for our bodies and everyday cooking. From shredded coconut to milk, cream, water, and oil each provide essential nutrients and flavor. Its antiviral and antimicrobial properties are notable as well. Coconut is rich in fiber, vitamin B6, iron, and minerals like magnesium, manganese, phosphorus, selenium, and zinc. The oil from the coconut moisturizes our skin and also helps keep our skin clear and hair silky too. Of course, in the kitchen, we love coconut. Beyond baked goods, coconut infuses sweet flavor to our cooking, and because the MCTs in coconut oil doesn't absorb in the body as fat, it is an ideal alternative to other oils and fats. The flavor of coconut oil makes the best air pop popcorn. Add coconut milk to your curry recipe and win rave reviews. Those who are lactose intolerant and craving ice cream know that coconut milk also makes an excellent substitute for creamy homemade ice cream. And of course, it's not summer without a pina colada. Beyond the fruit and water of the coconut that we consume as food, consumers also use the husk and shells as a potting medium, carbon filtration, charcoal, biofuel, and even organic cat litter. Another use for the husks is the production of coir, which manufacturers in use in making mattresses, doormats, and more. So to observe National Coconut Day, enjoy the benefits of coconut and share your favorite ways to use it. Whether it's a recipe to taste or one to make our skin ha or hair shine, we want to know. To so, uh, I... Did not know this about coconut oil. <laughs> I thought coconut oil was bad. <laughs> I'll uh, be honest. <laughs> well, it, it does have, okay, it does have a saturated fat in it, um, which can have problems. And when you're trying to specifically lower your cholesterol, um, mm. then that's where it can be problematic. But most of what it actually has in it um, is uh, what's called um, MDLs or medium, they're meat or NLDs. Oh man, I should look it up. Anyway, it's it's medium chain um, mm -hmm. fat uh, fatty acids, so it's actually pretty. It would be better for you, especially given you know uh, we're looking at a Western type diet, right? Where a lot of the fats are bad cholesterol fats, and it's it's better for you than that, and it does actually show that it helps with heart health and things like that. So yeah, so it. it it can be in large amounts, not great for you, but I will say that saying coconut milk and I was like, oh my gosh, what if we make pudding with coconut milk and then put that <laughs> in the ice cream maker? That just, that just sounds amazing to me, right? That just sounds like, ooh, like I, I especially if you, cause you can get sugar-free puddings mm -hmm. and the, and sugar-free puddings, or you can just say, you know what, I'm just going to make my own pudding um, by utilizing, you know, a thick, a different thickening agent, um, 
and there's plenty of them out there. But, you know, the 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 bad sides to coconut really are again, there is a saturated fat um that's in them. Um they are calorie dense for coconuts, so if somebody's trying to lose weight saying I'm going to eat a coconut or two a day, not really going to help you losing weight, but that's not because of the coconut itself. It's because the coconut has a lot of natural sugar and sugar is converted to fat faster than fat is converted to fat in your body. So, you know, and so when you, when you're looking at things like coconut water, coconut milk, things like that to drink, always want to check the ingredients. Um, especially if you see the marketing, um, deception that's added into them that says, you know, made with 100% coconut milk. It, okay. Go look at the ingredients because there's going to be more stuff there, right? Mm -hmm. So because it didn't say 100% coconut milk. It says made with 100% coconut milk. It's like when you see something that says made with natural ingredients. It doesn't mean all the ingredients in it are natural. So, you know, always check your food label. You know, that's the way it goes. Um, And raw coconut meat is obviously the best way that you can have a coconut. And your body, you know gets the full nutritional benefits from a raw coconut and they're not hard to open people. uh, People have this misconception that coconuts are hard to open. And I think that that's just kind of a schemey thing because you can literally just open a coconut on any flat, hard surface by tapping the coconut around in a circle um, around its, you know, basically it's equator. If you think of it as a globe and you do that, it, it will just pop open. It'll break open. Then pulling the meat out isn't hard. If you want it raw, you can, literally just get a nice little knife they make a coconut knife um if you have one or if you have a good fillet knife um otherwise you can put it in the oven um for i think 300 degrees for like 10 minutes not much more than that and the meat will uh shrink away from the shell faster than the shell shrinks so that's that's a way to do it or you just have fun scraping the living tar out of it so you know so there there's a lot of a lot of options to it I, i think we don't eat enough raw coconuts from the coconut in our diet i know i don't i used to but i don't anymore so yeah what what's your what's your favorite way to have coconut you know i don't know i probably a (laughs) probably a pina colada because i don't really i i like coconut a lot like i love almond joys i think that almond joys are so good but it bugs me because i think the almond takes away from the coconuts so you just have mounds what is that what that is yeah mount with without without almonds almond joy is mounds with an almond mounds are almond joys without an almond Uh, i i love coconut in chocolate it's like that's probably but it's we went to Russell Stover recently for for mm-hmm. it was your birthday. Yep. We went and that was I I was searching and I'm I have a bone to pick with you, Russell Stover. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how absolutely disrespected <laughs> you guys wanted to make me feel when I went and I searched because why is it that the only way that you can have chocolate covered coconut 
is if you get dark chocolate covered coconut or you get sugar free and it's milk chocolate. Why can't I just have milk chocolate covered coconut? The coconut shavings, it's a texture thing for me. And the sugar free ones, I can only have so many of them. If you don't know this, getting sugar free candy is great until you eat too much of it. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to be on the toilet for a long time because that's what it does to you. Yep. And I, ju- I don't want that. I know that if I'm going to eat chocolate, I'm going to eat the chocolate until I don't want the chocolate anymore <laughs> because that's how I've always eaten chocolate. And recently my craving has been coconut (laughs) coconut and chocolate but i don't like dark chocolate i hate dark chocolate unless it is smooth enough that it does not burn the back of my throat i don't like dark chocolate it is too bitter it has to be sweet and it has to be smooth and so i just i just want coconut coconut shavings surrounded by amazing chocolate Mm -hmm. the only other thing that they that they could try to point me towards were basically these like rice crispy coconut patties that were a solid thing of milk chocolate but the because there it wasn't enough uh coconut in it it just it just tastes like a rice crispy (laughs) and it has the texture of a rice crispy it's still just thing of it's just a thing of milk chocolate and so i'm i don't understand how come the only way to have the coconut is to have it in dark chocolate or have it sugar-free. That's that's disrespectful. It makes no sense. There, everything else has seven varieties of how you can get it. Why not coconut? And they they couldn't provide me an answer to that while I was mm-hmm. there. They had no no reason. They were like, yeah, no, I I hear what you're asking for. We don't have that. But let me point you to the other three things that we do have because you know I have to be nice to you. And I was just like, I don't I don't care. I had to smile and nod while she walked around to show me the things I already saw because yep. I searched the entire store looking for just chocolate covered coconut shavings but nope that doesn't exist that is disrespectful and i want that to change as soon as possible (laughs) because i love coconut and i don't i'm I'm lazy i go to you because i don't want to make it Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i feel like i have to just learn how to make this now because i'm like i uh, but now i'm finding out that okay that's what mounds are so now i'm gonna get that but that's kind of also gonna be hard because i've never seen mounds as like a big pack of like just individually wrapped versions of it sure so it's still going to suck i feel like i'm alone in this like i'm saying these things and like everybody's like what like that's dumb just have chocolate to have dark chocolate like no it's not it's not the same no when 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 you're craving a specific something something else isn't going to work and if for mm-hmm. anybody who's had you know cane's chicken you know, if somebody sits there and goes, oh, we have a KFC nearby. I'm, I am sure the look of death has happened <laughs> so that you understand that. And, yeah, sugar-free um, things, you know, products and candies and chocolates and those, you know, they contain, you know, sorbitol, malitols, uh, sugar alcohols, sucralose, you know, things like that. Yeah, um, and aspartame is not great for your brain, but, you know, small amounts, it's it's fine. But it, but at the same time, they destroy your gut biome. And give you diarrhea, so it's more like more so than regular sugar would, right? Which and is so we talk about your gut biome being one of the biggest keys to your your, your health, health and losing period. weight, right? And so, so if you're eating sugar free, you know, chocolates or candies because you're like, yeah, I want to lose weight. Understand that a good healthy gut biome, which is why I've been drinking kombucha and why I've been eating so many fermented foods, um, a a gut biome will help you lose weight faster than sugar-free anything mm-hmm. will. It'll help you stay in shape. You, you you get a little on the heavier side, and then you just go nuts on your 
um, on your kombucha and your yogurts and, and things like that. And you're in good shape within like a week. Mm. You know, I let my body get way too far. And now I've learned that there's more and more reasons for it. So thanks 3M. I'll never buy another post-it note. Um, you know, and if you want to know about that, definitely uh, go go check out our YouTube. We have a channel on it, uh, the hidden news nobody's telling you. But, you know, realizing that if you're eating sugar-free candy because it's sugar-free to help you lose weight, you are being counterproductive because the gas that you're getting and the diarrhea that you're getting is literally the signs that you are killing your gut biome. Gas is natural when you have kombuchas and when you have a good healthy gut biome. But the distension and cramping and spending 20 minutes on the toilet and getting up three times and go, oh, I guess I'm not done, is not natural. <laughs> so, you know, that said, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Russell Stover, like anything that you have as an option with dark chocolate should be made as an option with regular chocolate because there are people who genuinely like you don't like dark chocolate. Like, mm -hmm. you just like regular chocolate. I completely get that. If there was two options for you to try on chocolate pudding, and one was dark chocolate pudding and chocolate pudding, guarantee you would choose the chocolate pudding. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So, that's, you know, good to know. What's our what's our third day here? Um, well, I'm just going to skim through it because we are out of time. Ah. <laughs> it is National Barcode Day. Okay. Um, I, the barcode basically it was started with uh, Wrigley's Juicy Fruit Gum at a Marsh supermarket in Troy, Ohio, on June twenty sixth, nineteen seventy four. Which is weird to me. I don't know why my brain's never thought about the fact that they are still so very new, mm -hmm. <laughs> but they are. They're only if what's that fifty years old? Yeah. <laughs> so that's forty nine. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. I did not know that. Um, there's the specifically barcodes are considered one dimensional codes. Something like a QR code is a two dimensional code mm -hmm. and QR codes obviously contain a lot more data than a one dimensional code. Um, they, uh, give you a wealth of information, pricing, product dates, manufacture and shipping all yep. in, all in a, a barcode. Um, they have different kinds. There's the VIN numbers. Um, there's libraries. You use them to keep track of all the things. Logistics use them um, to track sh shipments. Healthcare use them to keep patient care streamlined. And agriculture, they use them to track harvests and livestock, which I also don't even think about how much barcodes actually get used. It's just something that I was born into existing. See? And that's like super weird to me to think that. Yeah, like I can't imagine how much longer it took to check out of a supermarket when you would sit there and have to put in every single product. Like I, my brain refuses to accept that that like there was a time that that was just normal. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's it's National Barcode Day. Yeah, well, and and I, I will I will just say this that it used to be that you know every single item that you would get in the store would have a, a little thing with a little price tag that would tell you what the price tag was on it mm -hmm. and then they would have to type in um they'd have to type in the item reference number and then the price so that they knew that which item it was but a lot of stores they they just couldn't be bothered with it so you had a huge amount like we think about how much we have waste right now at stores mm -hmm. it used to be so much bigger because it used to be that you, you couldn't do your inventory without an actual physical stock check. And so you'd have to actually count things because people would sit there and you get, you know, 12 people in a line and it's like 
crud. I don't know how much the Frosted Flakes, you know, which what the Frosted Flake code is versus the Corn Flake code. So guess what they put in? They put in the Corn Flake code. And mm-hmm. so then somebody has to read that paper, you know, by by hand to to do the inventory. So you had so many things that that barcodes just just helped with. And a lot of people don't even know that like barcodes are actually pretty cool because barcodes, if you if you understand a barcode, you you can actually know the company's prefixes, which are those. You know how there's 12 numbers in the bottom of a barcode. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's a lot of stuff that's in there in the bot in those in those 12 numbers that a lot of people don't know about. And we'll talk about it at some later time, I'm sure or I'll forget about it altogether. Anyway, that said, Thank you so much for joining us on the Stupid Podcast and everything. Our link tree link will be down below. Be sure to check out our YouTube and our and our uh, website at stupidpodcastandeverything.com. Until then, we'll see you next time. And I'll, or I, well, you won't, but I'll see you will, in a few weeks. We will maybe. be changing some things up in order to accommodate Joey not being here. Yeah. Um, so stay tuned to hear about what all those things are. If you only listen to our morning episodes, you know, tune into the afternoon episode for mm-hmm. this afternoon. Is we'll we'll explain what we're going to do even if you just tune in we'll talk about it first so so absolutely (laughs) so that said peace out with your peace out bye